Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Hey y'all, hey, welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary. It's your girl Cat Daddy. And Jazz the 40 Ounce Connoisseur. And my words are coming together like spaghetti language because what is life? Um, we are not in here alone. We are in here with a super quiet, cool, fun guest who's always doing the thing. Friend of the all the places. Go ahead and introduce <laughs> yourself. Hey y'all, hey, it's me, Sheree. <laughs> Thank y'all for having me back. I love being on this show because I listen to it all the time. And so, like, <laughs> I want to be on my favorite show. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Thanks for coming. We love to have you. You are fucking hilarious. If y'all don't know who Sheree Bohanna is, I don't understand. Oh. I mean, I'm really just looking at you in your eyes because uh, she's a writer for Dread Central. She's on 18 podcasts. <laughs> like, I just, if you are in a horror community, I feel like you have seen her or one of her tweets. Please go ahead and follow uh, Miss Sheree. Thanks. And get into their podcast. <laughs> pull up on the Austin Tapes. Pull up on Nightmare on Fear Street. Pull up on their, them, was it them? No, Bloody Master. You. You. That's the show. Oh, you yeah, know, you. Not them, because that's the show we well, don't want to watch. That no, one, hell no, 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 no. Bloody Massacre, you definitely want to pull up on that. You want to pull up on you. You want to pull up on, um, what's the other shows? You got it so many. You Fill should the watch, here. Um, right now we just finished From, and we'll be back with something else. From, that's the one. About. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. That's the girl. If, if y'all are not watching From, she's the best fucking show on right now. Harold Perrineau was like, I'm going to produce a show so you can see what I can fucking do. And like him in his little purgatory town, it's, it sends me. I'm stressed. I can't stop watching. I got renewed for season three, rightfully so. All is right for the world for today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, get into yeah. From. I need to watch that immediately. Like I need Same. to um, yeah. put my eyeballs on it. The first season is still free on Prime Video and MGM made it free because they're like, people should watch this. I'm like they should. Um, and season two, just wrap so when you're done with season one if you want to do a free trial of that MGM and cram that all in there in them seven days you should again she's a roller coaster I fucking lived okay I still didn't finish Yellow Jacket season two no one jumped me it gets so much better because I know that there I'm was sorry. like I know that there's a little bit of a lull in the middle um and by lull I mean some episodes just they were a little bit longer than they needed to be for certain mm-hmm. things but like them last two episodes I'm not gonna hold you cat them last two episodes I'm like y'all do deserve a third season I'm sorry I almost talked shit about you I will never do it again Again, Karen Kusama just walked back into the chat. We're good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I need to say that I too didn't finish Yellow Jackets. I'm oh, great. This is a safe space. Just, Wonderful. 
uh, yes, the safe space, but it's only the last episode. I have not watched the last. I've watched everything right, up well, to the last because I was behind and I watched like three episodes back to back. But then the other one, the last one, wasn't out. So then you know, life happened. I start doing stuff. That's why I don't watch a lot of shows because I am not good for keeping to come back. I like watching movies because I watched it. I did it. It's done. You can't keep calling me back for every week at the same time. I'm building sim houses, please. No, that last episode though, Jazz. That last episode. Because I thought it was going to go one way. Because I'm like, this is the obvious way. And they were like, no, bitch, you've got who we was. And I was like, oh, no. Ooh. Oh, no. What just happened? And then now I'm stressed for that show, too. They also hit us with a surprise episode at some point. Because they, I was like, where are these scenes with this one actor who y'all said was going to be here? And they're like, stop asking questions, bitch. But I think because they knew the writer's strike was coming, they was like, we'll give y'all nine episodes. And this tenth one will just appear someday. And I'm like, but when? I need to know. That's okay. We love preparedness. It's all good. It's like when you're really thirsting for it, it's just going to appear and you'd be like, yeah. Right. Especially because the way that ninth episode ended. I'm just like, I need immediate eyeballs on so many people right here, right now. Oh, okay. Well, this is really exciting. And you just reminded me to watch all the shows that I need to watch. So I just need to go ahead and hold myself accountable while I have like a few days to be a human. But yes, yes, yes. We are going to talk about The Mist, y'all. The Mist is a 2007 film. Isn't this a Stephen King story? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Yep. And it's a movie. It's out here. Um, You have to rent it right now or it's available on most uh, video streaming platforms. Um, you can find it uh, on YouTube as well. I uh, just wanted to throw that out there. But it is a movie about a guy and his family and they go and they, uh, them and this town uh, happen to just be cooling and living their lives. And, you know, it wasn't me on the fog machine, but Earth was on the fog machine or someone else and it just rolled right on in and they thought it was time to party like a thriller video, but not, not, not not in the way they thought it was going to be. Um, and that's essentially the myth. Wild shit happens. And you basically see, for real, for real, once again, what happens to humanity um, when some wild shit happens. Like, how fast can we... Can we hold it together or how fast can we crumble? Um, The Mist, 2007. This was my first time watching it after the pandemic had started because like she's still going. And I was like, oh yeah, this is even more relatable. I always assumed it was relatable, but damn, I see all these people every day on the Twitter streets every day. (laughs) We ain't never gonna be free. Also, Twitter is over party, oh no. Listen. (laughs) Yeah, Twitter is um, donezo. How you gonna limit the tweets? Like, girl, you know how quick it is to scroll past 400 tweets? Because, girl, you got all these um, sponsor tweets in here. I can't even, if my regular timeline, it wouldn't have been such a goddamn problem. But look at you. You'd have ruined the whole thing. Now everybody is going to the other sites. Everyone is leaving. It's billionaire behavior to be like, y'all need to pay for all this shit on my thing. But also, you can't see nothing when you pay for it. I'm just like, girl. What? <laughs> this is why you was getting bullied on the playground and why you the villain you are today. Like, this kind of behavior. Stop. Look at yourself. Look exactly. at your choices. Smelly and ugly. Smelly and ugly. Mm-hmm. What are y'all's experiences with this movie? I definitely saw this movie in the movie theaters. And as Sheree said, the ending, God damn, talk about gut punching. Not trying to jump ahead. But like, I was leaving the movie theater like, ah! I rented it in like my first little apartment because it's one I missed. Um, I used to be a Stephen King girl. Um, as we all know, I'm atoning for that. But like, I was like, I've missed mm-hmm. this movie. I'm going to just rent her real quick at the Hollywood video. Um. <laughs> And I did. And I was like, okay, she a little bit slow, but like we here, there's tension. I'm here for it. And then that ending happened. I'm like, this, a, this is a moment. This is cinema. But again, she a little bit long to get there. And there's some choices made directorially, which I'll be complaining about. But like the ending, the ending. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know about the 
this film until like 10 years after it came out. I just happened to see it a bunch of times and eventually I watched it in like 2019, 2020, something like that. I I was new to the girl. Um, She was fine. I was like, oh, wow, this end is okay. But I like those kinds of endings. So I was supportive. I I enjoyed it. I like it, but it's not something I'm going to put on all the time as a fun movie to watch. And also, I mean, this makes sense. This predictable. Anytime you got anybody in some kind of situation where it's stress and we're in a location everybody won't be the boss everybody think they smarter than everybody then you always got somebody trying to you know turn it into the end of days it's always that you can see that in zombie movies you can see that in any kind of apocalyptic movie where you have a group of people stuck somewhere it always turns into that so this is really just honing in on the drama but i mean it's well acted so i'm like all right that's pretty good and we have some distinct characters they did something with the character so i like that too but girl i'm not about to keep watching the miss girl that's not that's not what i'm that's not my ministry no. Um, there's a lot of familiar faces in this movie. Um, a lot of people that make you go, hey, there's that guy. Uh, Thomas Jane, Marsha, Gay Harden, Lori Holden, Andre Barr. Why? Okay, let's talk about why I'm always convinced this motherfucker is the Allstate man. Did I make that up? <laughs> they sound the same, but I was like, was he, he oh like something else? They I don't the know. Same no. But he was at Brooklyn Nine-Nine most recently. Okay, there we go. Yeah. Yep. Because before Brooklyn Nine-Nine, he only played serious shit, like City of Angels and like all yeah. them mm-hmm. other like cop drama situations. He's a good actor, but he just was not in places I normally was like uh, at on purpose. Which again, like that's those are the roles. Um, and so like Brooklyn Nine Nine wrote around. He's like, I'm gonna be dramatically funny, and I was like, Excuse you. <laughs> and Captain Holt was the Captain Holt was the moment. Um, consistently all the seasons. Like I don't even like cop shows, okay. but I, I did laugh at that one. And we can't go back to them times. <laughs> No, no, no. We got Toby Jones, William Sadler. Every time I see him, I, he's playing a shaky character. I'm not know what that. I don't know what that's about. Uh, Jeffrey Demun, just to name a few. Like the one, there are people. The one that shook me was Melissa McBride, who I know from The Walking Dead, because I've not seen this since before I watched The Walking Dead, and I was like, that bitch looks familiar. Oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah. first of all, Her? let's throw a spoiler alert on it. Hold on. Yeah. Spoiler alert. We finna spoil the shit. We think you should check it out, and now we finna talk about it. Go ahead. Yeah. Melissa. You've been warned. Melissa's character, because again, I've not seen this since before The Walking Dead was a thing. And I was like, she looks familiar. She looks familiar. And so to know that she's that bitch who's like, come help me go get back to my kids. People are like, no. Do you not see what happened to the people just went outside? We just not going out there. And I'm like, oh. going to help a lady to her car? Listen, I'm like, yeah, dasty for her to think that her kids matter more than these people's lives. And she's like, I left her. And she's in charge of him. She's only six. She forgets she's watching him sometimes. Like, these are personal problems. Like, <laughs> people getting snatched in the mist, girl. Like, <laughs> Okay, but the way she rolled past everybody in the end, though, I script like gag, bitch. I was like, because <laughs> she rolled past. Maybe they like, went with her. No, she was like, "Is that your dead friends and your kid in the car? Mm, you should have walked me to my house." <laughs> Y'all all could have been alive. Fuck you and your homies, bro. We smoking on your homie pack tonight. I was like, tonight. Ah. Listen, her and her kids were like, "You thought, bitch," and he's out there crying because he just like executed his people. <laughs> That was too much. It was just too much. But also, like, why did you leave your fucking baby? Those children, you said, what was she, like, eight or something? Like, like six and three eight. or something like that. They were not, girl. Now, I understand, but girl, you could I know you don't want to take your kids with you, but you should have just brought them kids with you. I'm real sorry, but I know you got car seats. I know you got car seats, and I know they in the car. I know they in the car. Especially the morning of after a storm that, like, three people's trees and shit around, them kids gonna be scared. And so I, as a person who's not maternal, I'm just like, mm, that's some bad parenting. <laughs> and then you'll be like, we're not here in the midst with you, because you made choices. 
I, <laughs> I just, maybe they thought it'd be crowded and they were like, it's too much. But I'm like, girl, I mean, it, it is what it is, baby. Listen. But you know what? I'm glad you didn't take your damn kids up there because your kids would be dead, girl. They would be they dead. Definitely would have. They would be like, cause that what happened in the grocery store. <laughs> Ch- okay okay let's talk about how what i do like about this movie is it does not take long to get to the shit it does not take long okay it opens up real quick we figure out that the neighbor and david who's supposed to be like the main character they got beef it's given racial tensions to be quite mm-hmm. honest like i really feel like i don't know david was being quite caucasian yep. and and brent is like baby i'm tired of this bullshit you got going on because even when you get to the grocery store later like he, whatever has happened to them in the past prior to us present play he's like i'm finna get my lawyers into this i will sue you i'm tired okay. and i'm just like whoa this is what happened <laughs> i think um somebody sued him or they he's they they already been in a lawsuit that's why they got beef over yes. some property shit so they already like bitch let's take it back to the courts because he's a lawyer and then you know always in them stephen king books anytime you have a nigga who went to school you you always seen it you went to school bitch like they always looking down at mm. you because they hating from the motherfucking outside of the club because they is in here fishing and farming and being mechanics ain't shit wrong with that Mm-mm. there's nothing wrong with that you living your best life but don't be hating on him because he went to school like mm-hmm. he live here too bitch like what, 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 what what's going on and he about to come through your grocery store spend money and do everything else y'all need to leave him the fuck alone now i don't understand why he thought like this is my problem like okay i get that beef but once we get later and oh y'all trying to make a fool of me motherfucker do you see what's going on outside what makes you think you so important to these white people that right now is the time to clown now is not the time to clown they're not playing with you somebody's fucking dead bitch they're not making that shit the fuck up like not i can see if it was a regular ass day if it was a regular ass day and they was doing that fine you already seen someone get killed you already seen someone get killed. They are giving you more information about what the fuck. And it's not one or two. It's like four or five niggas who's like, bruh, nah. And then you see the boy they took out there ain't come the fuck back. You like, bruh, he's dead. <laughs> the store's not that big. Put two and two together, bitch. You already pissed with your little attitude. And you can't even put aside that to realize that something bigger than whatever beef y'all got is going on, bitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's when Brent started losing me because before that, I could excuse a lot of things, him being the only black man in this town. Um, anybody who is affluent and is like, I'm going to this racist era because I have a house there and they can't stop me, that's an attitude and you're going to be fighting. I'm like, you know what? I ain't got all the facts. I'm on his side. And then he was like, I can't listen to logic. I can't listen to reason. I'm like, oh, buddy, no. <laughs> And that's when I was like, maybe Brent is not going to make it. <laughs> and then, of course, he didn't. <laughs> mm. Okay. While we're en route to this grocery store, because, you know, all the stuff's happening. It's David. He's got his son. And they're out here. And you see, like, of course, in true movie fashion, like, we're focused on the characters. They're in the car. But you see the cars, you know, the army trucks driving by real fast. So it, it, you're kind of just like, oh, okay. It's something going on. But it's so cool. And then you get to the grocery store. And there's a couple people who are in suits. They might be working for the army. They might be army army adjacent they may be in the military we're not 100 percent sure they're not sure they're on a secret mission bitch and they're in there just hanging out there's a couple people with some different kind of hats on and over yonder we just see the smoke running in we see our old gentleman uh what's my man what's my man's name hold on hold on play dan miller played by jeffrey demont he is running baby across that parking lot that blood is running around his nose he's like there's something on the mess that sucked up what's his name into the sky I'm not even gonna hold you. If I seen that, I immediately be like, no, nah, y'all got me 
fucked up. I think I would have stayed in the grocery store for a little while, but I would have known this would have been a short-lived situation because I have at this point read or seen Lord of the Flies and I'm not going out like that. Also, I gotta say that this actor, this is not the first time he's been the bearer of bad news in a Stephen King adaptation. Because from the century, we was all fun and games with one dead lady and then he showed up and all of a sudden the party's off and I'm like, oh no! And so when I see him, I know we're taking a turn in a Stephen King movie. I'm like, we about to have a turn, everybody. It's not going to be good. I hope y'all have made it home if y'all was going. We're going to be here all night. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but even with that, some people was not believing the shit. Like, what make, bruh, this is at the beginning. Like, this is, the mist came because you seen the mist coming over the lake. Then you decide to go to the store. Now you at the store. The mist is here. You can't get out. Already, like, what, 15 minutes? You Like yeah. we said, it's real quick. We already, and we already seen the dangers because as they're locking the shit up, someone already fucking died when you seek the shit. So I don't understand what, what's not clicking. Now, I don't like that Miss Carmody bitch ass will come in here and be like, oh, here comes this bitch. It's the end of days and God and Christ said this and that in the bible y'all bitches we about to get our ass whooped i'm like this bitch oh my gosh you remind me of that bitch from midnight mass I, you know i'm talking about the teacher the teacher mm-hmm. bitch and i'm like oh you diabolical ass bitch here we go there's always somebody who's given old testament in all of these things like you have to do like we got to do some blood sacrifice mm-hmm. there's always someone who's got to give us a little extra chaos and i'm not gonna hold you as much as i despise this character she gave me what I needed in terms of shaking this shit up. Marsha Gay Harden was born to play the problematic Christian bitch who lost her shit. Like, I've never seen her excel so hard in my life. And that's not to say anything shady, because, like, she's been doing the things for a minute. We've seen her in things. But, like, this one, she's like, I know this woman. She might be my mother. I cannot confirm or deny. I will be on set tomorrow. <laughs> she fucking walked in with her bag, and I hated her immediately. And I love that for her. I love that for all actors who could do that. Yes, I love that. I also like that old lady, the teacher. What's her name? Oh, bless the her bitch heart. Threw the- Miss- um, her. <laughs> yeah, Miss Ruckler. She was like, bitch, I got a whole lot of cans of peas. I was like, and that's right. That's right, bitch. She I also like was that. dragging her former students and talking yeah, about how lazy and full of shit they were in school and really needed them to rise to the occasion later in the Listen, movie. And I was just like, damn, wow. bitch. I remember you. Not much of a student. I was like, bitch. Wow. <laughs> Why are you dread taking a time like this to drag me for 20 years ago? Yes, get your shit together. You were yes. never a good student, and now's the time where you can prove that you aren't a piece of shit. <laughs> I just, I don't know what I would do in that situation if my 80-year-old teacher was like, I'm going to go over here and do this thing that y'all too scared to do, you little chicken shits. Also, can you read yet? I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> Let me just go sit by the frozen foods because like this burn hurt. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm just cry myself to sleep. You definitely have to go take a break after that because what are your edges? What is time? <laughs> you're still getting, get, you're still getting got together at your big old age. That really, and the way that she's reading you, she's just like, bitch, I've seen you over the years. I've been keeping quiet since you no longer in school, but my, 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 you have not grown. And I am embarrassed for you. And I'm a little sick of myself because what did you pick up for me? I don't know. I am just, oh, between that, and let's go back to Brent's situation because Sheree and Jay's y'all are right. This is where, like, when we're getting in the store, we're getting to the thick of things. Brent is so scarred by all the bullshit that these white people have put him through. He's like, y'all, y'all, y'all fucking playing? I, I'm not, I'm not believing none of this mess. Like, none of y'all heard that tussling that just happened two seconds ago in the break round. Like, I'm just like, y'all didn't hear that? We had had You didn't hear none of the screaming? We had had they were screaming. Three feet away. Like, that's my other thing. People act like that other room is in a different universe. And I'm like, it's right there. The doors are open. You can look up and be like, is they fighting a tentacle monster in there? I'm thinking my chances in the fucking streets. Like, 
I was, it was knocking like, shit over. It was. It wasn't even. It, it was knocking things over, breaking shit. They screaming. They holding on to each other. Everything was going on. Like ain't no way. Ain't no motherfucking way you ain't hear that shit. You want me to believe you can't hear that over the hum of the freezer aisle? Come on now. No, okay, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, I know the almond milk section ain't that loud. We have to stop everything we're doing. Stop what you're doing. I know the generators be you know be whooping up in the back, but not enough for you to miss this. It was between this and then him decided, you know what? I don't believe none of this mess. Fuck y'all. This is fake news. Come on, guys. Let's go. And I'm just like, oh, why did they write you like this? Like, what what the fuck is going on? Who are the writers? I have questions. I need to unpack my book because I know I own this book, but I don't know if I've ever gotten around to reading it. But I bet you Brent was originally a white person in a Stephen King book because first off, Stephen King. Secondly, <laughs> the choices he's making. <laughs> um, and so I feel like this is what had happened when we like, let's just transfer this character to Andre Brower so we can be like, it's not an all white movie. We have one black person in there. And it, I, I mean, Andre's always a good time, but also this character got real fucking shaky for me as a black person looking at him being like, we going outside you see it for who's that's why i was like really for real let's go guys and you and you a smart you a smart black man you a you a lawyer like you're not even a dumbass you're not the town fool you're not the drunk you're not none of that i now i need to know and i will hopefully remember to do research before this episode is over to see if um was he actually because i haven't read the book i have not I need to know, was he a white character or was his race not, you know, they didn't say anything. And if they didn't say anything, you know, they're probably white because, you know, Stephen King. No, I'm going to unpack my books when I get back to my apartment tomorrow because, like, we're going to have to do, like, the traveling book of the siblinghood because, like, I bet you, I bet you that was a white-ass man because, like, again, the choices he's making in this store, how are you going to assemble a squad and talk them into going outside into the mist with you when you've seen people get snatched up in the fucking mist. Make it make sense. You see them get snatched up. You hear the giant footsteps and the roaring in the distance. You see the creepy face bugs. This is afterwards. So God, you don't know what the fuck happened to these other people. But you see them come to the window. Here's where shit really didn't start making sense, y'all. Like... I, it's something about society, you know, when shit starts getting real outside, you really start to see where people start going in little puddles. Like you're in this little group, you in this group, kind of like you're separating beef. These things look like giant locusts. Yeah. This is after, you know, Brent's group, small group of people done gone out and over yonder into the fog. They ain't never come back. Um, and then you see, it comes nighttime, shit start getting shaky in there, people praying a little too loud. Old girl talk about, you know, it's the end of time. Somebody always got to yell out, it's the end of times. Always. We need one. So, you know, okay, some sense of normalcy. And then, um, you know, ooh, there's stuff coming to the door. Why y'all so fucking stupid like this ain't rural America? And we don't know what grasshoppers and locusts be doing or or flies and moths and all kinds of stuff when you're sitting on the porch and it's dark outside and you put the bug catcher light on. Stop being stupid. Are we lost it this quick? Oh, wow. Let's turn on all the flashlights. Yes. What? Let's turn on all the flashlights so the creepy face locust can come and just break through the glass. R.I.P. to that girl that got bitten. Her whole face blew up. That was too much. Listen, she needs to be in y'all's like um horror on the clock fucking episode. That bitch showed up to bag some groceries and now she did. And you know what? <laughs> Getting eight dollars an hour. Listen, this is not what the fuck no, she signed up for when she was came into no, work today. She got a babysit on the side because like before shit went down, she was like banking up on like babysitting this kid who's traumatized. Well, he ain't traumatized as he did now. But like she's banking on babysitting him on Thursday night and now she can't breathe on the floor and her would-be boyfriend has like got feelings about it and the bitch is dead. And I'm just like, for working at Aldi's? Are you fucking serious? No. <laughs> no, 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 Girl. no. 
What? And they were really pushing this love story. Like, I love that we really didn't dive into it. It kind of felt like it was being forced at times. And I was like, there's always someone who has to be like the love interest of whoever is adjacent to whatever is the big bad that's causing this like nuclear situation. And it's most likely somehow somebody who's in the military. And that's another story we get here. And I'm just like, so y'all was playing around with shit again, wasn't y'all? I'm tired. Stephen King loves to put some young people in love in the middle of a situation where everybody's stuck in the same location. Again, storm of the century. And so like the bitch is like, no, I loved you and you can't care about me because he's running around and he was cheating with everybody in the fucking church. Um, And that's why she killed his ass, even though she was like, oh no, I didn't do it. The evil man in the cell made me do it. I'm just traumatized. I'm a victim. Let me hold the kids. Um, this is this is a Stephen King staple. He lives to do this shit. He lives to do this fucking shit. He's like, these two people are in love and they're 18. Um, and they'd be fucking if I didn't ruin their lives today. <laughs> You're caught up. Listen, listen. And the way they took that military man and said, it was you. It was you. We heard rumors. And forced him. They were stabbing his ass up. I was like, oh no. And they turned on his ass like Caesar, bitch. They were stabbing him in the back, in the front. Just, I was like, oh, not y'all turn it into an angry mob. Can you imagine being forced to crowd surf with your guts falling out? Can you imagine? Wow. Bruh, you know what this also reminded me of? But um, it reminded me, if y'all seen Mother... Uh, oh. Wow, that's a movie. But <laughs> there's a baby, and yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. It reminded me of that a little bit, but it didn't, you know. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little. There are differences, clearly. There's a clip where this person asked Jennifer Lawrence if she understood the movie Mother because she was in it, and she started laughing. And she was like, "I was sleeping with the director, so I had the cliff's notes, but I still didn't really understand what was going on." <laughs> Bitch, I'm hollering entirely. Oh my god. <laughs> That movie's wild as fuck. And I don't know what I it's, saw, but I won't see it again. Look. Not me either. I'm done. I don't need to see it any more times. You know, shout I out to you. Asleep, you so really like that movie. Chance. You fell asleep. I did. Okay. Because no. I'm always falling asleep. I'm like the sleepy dwarf. <laughs> oh. I'm literally sleepy, bitch. So I'm taking a nap. I watched it once for somebody's podcast and I was like, um, <laughs> wouldn't have to do it this way. Um, <laughs> I'll be back. I can't wait to share my feelings with y'all in the group chat. Y'all can be like, I told you, ho. And I'm like, I did not read once again. It is it is not a good movie. Um, it is not a movie that is understandable. It is a movie, though. And I cannot take that away from that filmmaker. He did make a movie. Okay. All right. Well, shout out to them and shout out to, <laughs> shout out to y'all for literally putting, what, two of your life's minimum, two hours of your life's minimum on the chopping block. So, um... Child. Okay, so it ain't easy. Oh, girl, I know it. I know it. I want to talk a little bit about Ollie Weeks, played by Toby Jones, who seems to be one of the floor managers in the grocery store, really trying to get the patrons together, showing them that although he may not be, he may seem meek, he walks with a mighty stick, and this is his shift, bitch, and y'all gonna get up around here, and y'all gonna listen. Um, And things seem to go okay until they get this idea of like wanting to go to the grocery store slash um, pharmacy situation next door because one of the patrons got hurt. It was just a lot going on because, you know, the glass broke. All the locusts then came in because, of course, they're attracted to the light. They're real scary. They're eating people to the neck. Ah. There's, you know, people getting burnt up. There's like uh, Aerodactyl uh, type of Pokemon character. Yes, Aerodactyl. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I oh, need to be the motherfucking name. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the new Pokemon, Aerodactyl, bitch. Ta-da. I thought that is the Pokemon, Aerodactyl. Oh, is that what it's called, bitch? I've been I believe it is. Hold on, let me look the name it's up. Crazy. It's about evolution of something. I'm here for it. Look. <laughs> 
I've been calling that Pokemon whatever the fuck, bitch. I don't know what I've been calling that Pokemon. No. Yeah, it's Aerodactyl. And it looked like an Aerodactyl, um, which looks like a Pterodactyl. Yeah, it's A-E-R-O-Dactyl. Listen. Aerodactyl. I don't know, I don't know my, what the fuck I called that guy. <laughs> Car, bitch. And it came in and it looked like a scary-ass Langolier mixed with one of the little motherfucking animals that was from um, Starship Troopers, except it had wings. Yes. And it came in and it was fucking hoes up and eating the locusts because it was hungry, ho. It was dinner time. What if they were partying in the mist? There's all kinds of creatures in the mist. There's spaghetti characters in the mist. Lots of fucking Lovecraftian looking characters in the mist. I'm tired of fuck him. Just all kinds yep. of shit. That's why it I'd was, be saying cosmic. Fuck that guy. I, cosmic aminals. Listen, I there's a documentary, I forgot the fucking name of it, but like they investigate Lovecraft because like there's this um brown filmmaker and he was like, I grew up loving his shit. And then as I got older, I found that he was a really loud racist. <laughs> and so how do I rectify that? And I'm like, welcome to my journey with Stephen King. Hi. <laughs> and here we are. Looking at looking at each other like the damn Diddy gift. That's literally what's exactly no one saw us, but we all leaned in. <laughs> um, but then you know, like I said, he's out here. Um, Ollie's Golly's getting everybody together. They're thinking it's a good idea. Like I said, to go next door. You know, we see how that pans out. Um, and then we find out oh. that damn, it's really turned up. Like the mist has like spaghetti monsters in there, Big tentacles with like yeah, spiders that just you know got people. Suction cup to the to the wall. It's just uh impregnating with baby spot. <sighs> oh God, the myth. I don't. I would be scared. I just imagine if the scenario of this movie or the setting of this movie took place in someone's house, mm. as opposed to in the grocery store, like in the house that kind of gives like maybe like a really scary arachnophobia or eight legged creep creeps freak. Excuse me, uh, because of all the like spiders and shit and bugs and all those other things. But I'm just like, are these tentacle demons out here really doing damage like this? Like, and they're not like regular tentacle demons. Like they open the tentacles up and there's spikes and all kinds of suction cup shit on the inside and i'm like who was upstairs playing with the dimensions and time traveling again who the fuck was it who needs to get these hands right now these transformers from hell were sending me i i wish that the cgi had been better again i think it was like 2007 because the cgi is real fucking bad even the mist is bad and i'm just like it's a fog machine y'all just hit you just turn it on and you walk away and it's gonna over smoke you you got it and they was like, nah, yeah. bitch, we got CGI it. Mm. And like, so, like, even the front part, you could have just hit the fog and did the CGI on the back. Like, it's smoke. Listen. You could, it, I feel like you could kind of do that. Um, I, I did not understand why the CGI had to be so bad. Because, like, we had other movies coming out at this time and the CGI wasn't this way. And, like, also, some of the music was also weird. So, paired with the bad CGI, I was like, what is this vibe, Mr. Durbont? What is this vibe? I don't, I don't like it. It was, it was a lot of choices. It was the choices between, like you said, the visuals, with the mist once it kind of set in and it got foggy and it was just like a permanent fog outside okay but when they were showing like the clouds kind of engulfing people i'm like okay okay you know i'm just shaking my head i'm kind of getting into it here's where the movie really started to pivot and hit me with the okay bitch like i'm a little nervous where do we go from here we already got people who've gone out to the mist several times half the group is gone and then we have this last group of folks who are like all right well i'm gonna try to plot to leave because at this point the folks are so fucked up from the inside of everybody who's trying to leave they don't want nobody else to go outside understandably so because every time you open the door some old bullshit's going to attempt to come in i am not agreeing with the uh forcible religion aspect and group think that's happening right now but i do understand the concept of keep the fucking door closed Mm -hmm. i do get that 
I am not about to fight someone if they want to go out into the mist. That means there's more space for me to hide and more food for me in the grocery store. And, you know, you can do whatever you want. I'm As long as you're not causing no harm over here. Um, and our crew eventually makes their way out. Um, but this is where we talk about things start getting creepy. Like, you know, they it's it's not a it's not a clean break. There's a <laughs> lot of opinions. <laughs> and things like the dark meter just keeps going. Can we talk about how they went to get their groceries from the hiding place? And Mrs. Kamadi's ass sitting there with like a liter of milk, like a fucking bottle of bourbon. <laughs> and I, she's just like, where you think you're going? You can't leave us. <laughs> she was out about to steal supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's supposed to have a fucking grocery store. Why would you be mad for them taking this one bag of groceries, bitch? They're, look, that's not going to make it really fucking matter in the long run. It's really not. She was on her Linda shit. She was like, I am a white woman who put myself in power and you will listen to me. And they were like, you are on some Jared Leto cult shit and we ain't got time for this. We're gonna take our chances in the mist with whatever's out there because this is not the moment. And Toby had to like take care of her. Toby's the VIP of the movie. I know Thomas Jane is our action star in this era and he's supposedly the lead. But Toby's like, we got problems. I got solutions. Give me the gun. And (laughs) one of the best for him. I was rooting for him. And so of course, Stephen King was like, nah. (laughs) Bruh, he was like, bro, I'm about to shoot. We ain't here. And the thing is, he felt bad about it, but he was like, bitch, I had to do what I had to do. We, so. You didn't see him wasting, because you know a lot of times people shoot somebody or kill somebody. They're like, oh, we spent like five minutes of them battling. He's like, well, it's monsters outside. <laughs> now, unfortunately for him, I don't think he makes it to the car. He opens the door for everybody else, and he turns around, and they're like, no, Toby. And he snatched up immediately, drops the yeah. gun. That's playing in the background right now. It uh, damn, exactly. it's a giant claw. I was, he's <laughs> the only death I was sad about because don't get me wrong, like this kid whose name I don't remember because like kids, um, but like David's kid. I don't know. That little Billy boy. Billy or something. Yeah. That little boy. Yeah, Billy. Up top. I was like, okay, whatever. And then she's just popping off and he's doing the traumatic snot cry. I'm like, okay, I see why you got this job. Good for you. Uh, but I'm Acting. like, <laughs> I'd rather Toby made it yeah. to the car than that little kid. Because Toby's putting in the work. The kid was just crying and trying to like be like, daddy, I'm traumatized. I'm like, I understand and respect. But Toby got a purpose. What? And you know what? I think they heard you because as it continues, right? Because you're probably like, God damn it. Because listen, it's not just, you know, um, Ollie Weiss gets picked off. There's another person that get picked. Listen. Them animals, is, them shits is still moving. Like the other manager, he getting ticked off. Nobody stayed directly at the car. Um, and when they finally get off, like, you know, they kind of start having this sober moment that one, if you didn't make it in the car, there's a couple people that tried to go back. They weren't letting you in. The spider, the giant spiders ate him. Those animals were really fucking scary. They kind of get off in the car and the truck drives off. And you start having a real moment like we all talk about when it's this, you know, seemingly apocalyptic situation. What do you do? Like, do we just keep driving and hope for, you know, some sort of salvation to come and get us together or, you know, provide some sort of hope? Or do we take matters into our own hands? Um, and before I talk, I'll open the floor so we can talk about the end like what would y'all do in that situation would you just like you know be like all right maybe we can ride on until the gas roll out or what would you do i would have driven till i couldn't drive anymore and the fact that he went back for his wife um to find out that she was dead because he didn't fix the window he didn't get to come back and fix the window so the mist got in there and it got her ass she's outside tied to the house like a fucking image on a boat i don't know what those are called because i don't get the boat but like, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, like the um, like the old sailboats or whatever yeah. in the front of the bow. Mm-hmm. It's like they've christened this house, <laughs> Linda, <laughs> and our ass is 
Rihanna statue. Um, and he's like, oh, I wanted to fix the window, but I couldn't come back home. And I'm like, we know. Keep driving. You have however much gas you have. And this is a fucking tank. You know you ain't got that much. And you know it ain't gonna last. You need to be rolling. Um... And I, I wonder if they'd not gone back to the house to confirm that she was dead, like we all had been knowing. I wonder if they would have gotten a little bit further and if people would have made it. But that's, that's <laughs> tragedy is people making choices and then the choices bite them in the ass. Damn, because I also I don't know, because if they didn't stop, they would have got further along, but that military truck probably wouldn't have passed them. You know, it passed them right at, you know, a few minutes later. I don't know. Um, I would have thought, like, is the neighbor house, is his house, he got glass in his house? Can't we just go in his house and sit in there and keep the door shut? Because only thought- small monsters can get in here because the window is but so big. A big monster can't climb in here. And y'all could probably take a smaller monster as a unit. That's what I would have probably thought about. Like, let's see if we can just drive into the garage, even if we just bash into that bitch. You know, drive in, run into the house and see what's good. I would have thought about that maybe um, because cause you don't have to go nowhere for real, for real. Like you could still, if you drive into the garage, you could probably get back into the car and drive away again. And you got gas in case you need to go away. Listen, I would have thought about that. And you got groceries with you. Dang. And he might have had some groceries in the, in the house. They won't yeah. go on that long. Because he had to go to the store with him because he just gotten there like the day before, I think. And so like there was no food in the house, but also there's a house without like the crazy Christian lady. So like I would have made it work or I would have been like, we had a gas, but we in a tank. Let's see if these monsters can get through this fucking tank because they've not yet. Let's just hang out for a minute. I'm sorry. This is what it is. We've got a delay, hopefully. Um, but instead, they was like drastic choices, drastic measures. <laughs> The little kid, the little kid wakes up right before his daddy shoots him. And I, I cackled um, because I am not well. Because <laughs> he's like, wait, what? <laughs> okay. So the scene is playing in the background. It's the nonverbal communication for me. Like, at the, like, you know, everybody just realizing that this is it moment. And they're all nodding at each other like, okay. And I'm like, hey. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I would have rolled on for a little bit, maybe parked the car in a place that felt safe. Like, you know, we parked it, we were in there, the gas of the car is not on, so we don't die from carbon dioxide poisoning. And we're just in here. My next thought is like, I don't know if I would immediately went the route that they went to unalive everybody. Um, And because I was like, well, this, in my mind, while watching it in the past and now, God damn, this has escalated so quickly. Um, holy shit. And I'm thinking like, are they really going to do it? And if you're wondering, do they really do it? Yeah. They do it. Yeah. They fucking do it, bro. I wish that, like if I was in that car, say we all left and we ran out of gas, I would have at least waited until we were getting attacked. Yeah. Like nobody even broke the window. Y'all could maybe just sit here for a minute real still. Because it's not like the creatures just go and break open doors and shit. They don't just start doing that. Because y'all were in that grocery store for a long time. If they were just going to break the shit open and beat your ass, then they would have just did it off rip. Maybe you could stay alive for a little bit. You know, even if it's just two days and you just sitting in this car. Because even if you would have waited an hour, it wouldn't even took an hour. It was like 10 minutes. So I would have just said, like, no, let's just just sit here and let's just do it at night. Or let's just... Yeah. Let's just sit here for a while. If the monsters come, then then we start shooting. Or honestly, it's not a zombie apocalypse. Let the monsters take me, bro. Like, I'm not going to live very long. I'm not going to live very long. This shit about to be quick, bro. Go ahead, let that monster take me. And because if it was zombies, no, please shoot me. Please shoot me. Let, but if it's the fast I'm about zombies, to die? yeah, because I'm not going to run. If it's the slow zombies, let me see how far I can get. But like, if okay. we're going to be with the athletic zombies, take me to the king immediately. I'm not going to run. 
I know my I know my lane. That is not my lane. I'm a lay here. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I I can't I can't even imagine because he's gonna survive. The military just rolled by thirty seconds after he killed everybody, and he's gonna be like, huh? With a car full of dead bodies. <laughs> And they're all going to, no, seriously. And I think they'll like, damn, they'll understand. They're going to be sitting like, girl, what the fuck? And he's white, so he's not going to jail. No. But I'm just like, they're going to show a picture of him, a good picture of him and his family on the jet ski. And it's going to be all good. Like, there's going to be no problems. But the fact that like, he's like, all right, boom. Like, I put everybody out of their misery. Check. Okay, cool. I'm about to step out. The ghost going to get me. Check. You step out. Not only did the military step up, step out and pull up. But old girl from the beginning with her kids, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you just eliminate your whole group? Well, me and mine are fine. (laughs) Thanks for walking me to the car, bitch. Yes, we're okay. What happened to your son? I'll wait. Good afternoon. And hops and just keeps riding by. I silently screamed, like, are you fucking kidding me? I cackled because she rolls by like my kids are alive. (laughs) And he's crying. And I'm just like, this is so fucked up. But also, it just this movie has this weird Christianity tinge to it. And like, while that's happening, they're playing that holy music, it sounds like. I, I don't know what the actual name of the song is, but it's definitely giving like Maver TV Christian movie vibes. And I think that's part of what's fighting this movie. And it's part of why the movie can't be great. Because like, for whatever reason, people was going through stuff. <laughs> and they was like, we had to bring the Lord into it. And I'm just like, it feels like a Maver TV movie with the Lord and Stephen King. Those are two opposing forces. You know that, right? Well, okay. Well, I I feel like a lot of people really enjoy those heavy Christian themes, though. So they have an audience. They have an audience. Okay. So I, I definitely, I see what they did there. I see what they did there. I do want to take it one step back because you know the end is bleak. When the black man, the lawyer, Mr. Brent, he decided, oh, let's take these people outside, right? And they get like all of, you know, two, one minute away. And at first they holding the rope and then the rope, it gets, starts getting snatched and burning their motherfucking hands. And then it just go fl- up in the air. That that was something that was so probably like cost effective but terrifying at the yes. same time. Because what the fuck put to, it either had to fly or it has to be big. Both of those are pretty fucking terrifying because it still has to be big to pick up a human in the sky. Okay. Then the rope just goes limp and then they pull in the rope. And I don't know why you keep pulling and pulling. Once you saw blood, you should have just stopped. They kept on pulling Mm. the motherfucker. It's a whole Mm. limb attached. I'm done. Just limbs. Mm. That's one of the moments that sends me because Brent walks out there with his squad like they're about to play basketball. And I'm just like, good sir, this ain't Space Jam. You just got these no. people killed. <laughs> <It's the fuck laughs> and the other dude who even with them is like, I'll go get my gun from the truck. I'm like, don't you want to wait until it's not a group of dinner walking out there? Because this is DiGiorno going out for, for these like giant ass bugs. You might want to wait and go on your own, good sir. And he's like, I'm going to go right now. I'm like, you can wait. And so he gets snatched up just because they out there acting like ain't nothing wrong in the fucking mess. And it just, it sends me, because so many choices could have been made differently and so many people could still be alive. But like, we know that's not what happened because people fucking panic. Um, we were in year mm. three of a panini and people still fucking panic in the day. And it's like, I can't wear a mask. That's my freedom. I can't wash my hands. My mom never taught me. And I'm just like, you know what? These are simple steps. 
<laughs> not even just that like the air quality is piss poor every day across the united states for real for real and they're still like yeah i can't breathe i was lightheaded but i refuse to wear a mask and i'm like make it make sense bitch please I- girl you go fuck this <laughs> shit up all right people been telling themselves why twitter is dying because they're like i gotta order masks now because the air quality i'm like because the air quality bitch we've been we've been in covid for three years now you got a mask in your house they're like it's over they they said covid was over like michael scott declared bankruptcy that's exactly what happened they yelled it into the sky and i'm like damn that's how science works i've learned so much in school that's awesome that was what i walked away with if linda says it's done it's done we just we out here breathing now (laughs) i was just so weak that a large creature came back for the lower half of the torso and just drug it away i was like oh but them niggas was not done (laughs) I was like, ooh, morsels. Let me get that. Let me pick up this. No crumbs thing. left behind. No, it was like, now we know the main event. Let's go back for the rest of the ribs. Like, look at these ends real quick. <laughs> it was wild. I this movie is. I can't say it's a good movie, but it is a fun movie. I enjoy it. I recommend. I recommend people, you know, giving it at least a watch. Why not? I I, I don't see. Why you wouldn't? I've seen far worse uh, movies than this. Now I feel like now I kind of need to uh, check out the book at this point because I I want to know. I tried to Google whether there was some kind of um, some kind of like inkling of whether the actual character of Brent his race was defined in the book, and I can't find it. So now I got to read it so I can have the information. And I'm like, mm, y'all look, I got Audible credits. I'm gonna. I'm gonna unpack my Stephen King because they're in a tub because I have like five tubs of books. Like two of them are Stephen King and Christopher Pike. Let's be honest. Um, I was that bitch as a kid, and I'm gonna find it because I don't know if I actually ever read it. I know it's one of the smaller ones, so I should have mm-hmm. read it, but I I do not recollect because I read a lot of his shit. Like he's the reason I have bigger b- bags and purses is because mm-hmm. of Stephen King's like the size of Bibles, and so like I've been located to function with like this giant ass briefcase. They'd <laughs> be like, "What's wrong with her? She's reading. Leave her alone." Look. <laughs> Oh, nothing. There's just like a book and a bottle of water in here. Listen, <laughs> me and my Capri Suns over there being like, mm, 19 in words, Uncle Steven. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is page one. Look. I'm wondering if, like, I too have not read the book. Um, so maybe I should lay eyes on it, but I know I just need to prepare myself because I'm definitely going to piss myself off. I know that much. Um, is it full of so much, like, Christian, 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 slap in the face, slap in the face, slap in the face? Like, the fact that there's a line in the movie, like, we're going against this wheel, stem sales, abortions. I'm like, oh, wow, bitch. That's- Let them know how Look you feel, you. ho. That was one of those moments where I was like, this really is the early, uh, well, this is the odds. Because I remember in the odds, that was the first time I heard of stem cells. They've been around forever, apparently. But that was when when things make it into problematic white people's vocabulary, it's, it becomes a problem. <laughs> because they're like, you know what stem cells are? It's babies. And I was like, it's, I don't think it's babies. I know I was homeschooled, but I have a better training of science than you. <laughs> I don't think those are babies. I think that we need to take it a few steps backwards. And so I... I, I do wonder. I do wonder. And also, we know that Uncle Steven, after he got hit by the car, was a different person. I don't remember when that actually happened. Because he did start getting right with the Lord immediately. Which, I don't blame him. If you get hit by a car and you are done for a couple of days, you might also find religion. Understandable. <laughs> it's but not th- like this. Not like this, Uncle Steven. Not like, you can go to your own church, but like, don't be creeping into the books. Like, that's what the conjured is doing for us. We don't I- need you. Look <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a whole lot of Jesus in the Condor movies. A whole lot of Jesus. Um, now I 
saw that there is a show called The Mist. I have not watched that. I don't know if either. it's good. Don't know if it's not good. If you have listened to, well, not listened while, if you've watched it, you know, let us know because, um, yes, at Girl That's Scary, let us know. Is it worth watching or not? It is on Netflix. So y'all know, I don't know about Netflix. Netflix. Like, it was on, what I looked, it was on Netflix at a point. I don't know if it's and still there. episodes. Oh, it's on there and it's 10 episodes. Yeah, okay. 42 minutes what? per episode-ish. Alyssa oh, Sutherland. that's not that long. Alyssa Sutherland is there. And if people don't know her, she is um, the mommy who sleeps with maggots in Evil Dead Rise. Okay. So I will be checking it out, but it also means it might be international because I'm looking at these other names. Actually, no, Francis Conroy is there. This might be American. I don't know. I'm, oh, I'm entering Francis the chat Con- either way if it's free. According to IMDb, they have two award noms. Um, Ooh. Young Artist Awards and the Joey Awards for Vancouver. Okay, for some of the younger... Um, yeah. Folks who are out here working in there, they got some award noms. And that's pretty cool. Love that for them. I will say that for all my issues with Steven, um, a lot of his stories do better over the course of a couple of episodes or a miniseries because he's yes. doing so much. He's doing way too fucking much in his novels. And so you think you could do it with a movie is not usually the way. Yeah, but what he does, he does build some fucking characters. I will say that. Yes. They are the characters of be charactering, okay? And characters that's why, like you said, yeah, that's why I'm like, mm-hmm. no, you're right. He he needs a miniseries every time. Every time. I feel like he needs a miniseries. Like, he just need like, a real good, like... Because he be going into so many detail. And is it always necessary? No. But if we're going to do that, the people who read the books are the main people coming to see yeah. the movie. You might as well do it some damn justice um, and give it some time. And that's why his stuff gets remade so much. Because, like, back in the 70s and 80s, they're like, it's got to be a film. And the films were cutting out so much or trying to do things that are not the movie. And he's like, I'm upset. This is not my shining. And Kubrick's like, well, I'm an asshole. I'm gonna do what I want to do. Um, and so you gotta come back around and do it a few years later with a different director, where you can get more of it on the screen. Oh god, I'm tired of inching towards the full story. Just go ahead and give him a miniseries off rip. Just be like, we want to do it four episodes. Can we do it in four? Do we need five? Do something, bitch, and just leave us all out of it. Um, <laughs> really quickly into scores before we continue to give our thoughts and um, do all the fucking things. If your scores are your bag, IMDb score is 7.1 out of 10. Um, and the Rotten Tomatoes is 72%. And once again, this movie is directed by Frank Darabont and adapted from the book. And I feel like this movie's like a seven and a half-ish. It's not crazy seven and a half, eight. Um, it got it was a punch because I love a bleak ending. So I love that the fact that this movie was able to do what it did in the end and no child was left behind for real. Like <laughs> oh, I was like, you are wow. out of Good God. I said, Wow, we ain't never seen no shit like this. And then you be to tell me he tried to get eight. Oh wow. So yeah, that did it for me. I love when a movie is like, Oh, you thought you you thought they were safe? Nah. No one's safe, bitch. And I'm sitting here applauding. I'm standing up and I'm applauding like, okay, you went there like Degrassi, ho. And now we're all uncomfortable. Thank you. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? I love it when a movie takes it there. Yeah. No one's safe. Everyone can die. Um, Bleak, dark. Um, I'm tired of, oh, love saves all. Girl, that is predictable, bitch. I'm tired. I'm tired of the power of love. This is not a Luther Vandross track, bitch. We got to stop. We have got to stop. Let the reality shit happen because a lot. Love Love can't save you. Satan don't care about your love. Satan out here trying to eat your heart. You need to go ahead and do something different. I'm tired of it, which is why I go up for these movies where it's like, it's impossible. And I... Those are my fucking favorites. I want to put together a listicle where it don't work out in the end because those are my movies. 
Oh, that would be a great listicle. I would read it. I would um, aggressively tap the link. So, yes. I'm going to uh, text Fifth Street when we're done. I'm going to be like, hi, I got a new list idea. <laughs> and they're going to be like, Hello. that sound like you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. Uh, but, yes. I think the miss was like a, a seven. I give it a seven. It's cool. You know, it's, it's cool. It's fine. I'm not going to watch it if I don't have to. We'll let you know that right now. I'm going to give it a 6.5, but I will read the book to see if the source material is how we ended up here or if like we just ended up here because we wanted to make some choices. Oh, okay. Because, you know, they can make choices, but also again, Stephen King making choices. I'm like, the green mm-hmm. mile. Like, Frank Dabbard, this is not your first rodeo show. And I'm like, mm, hmm. He's a okay, chaos king. Well. Um, that Stephen, I, <laughs> I, I want better from him, but he won't, he won't let me. <laughs> yeah. I think it's over for that guy. I think it's, I think we're done. <laughs> we're trying to, you know, we don't even need to say the, the little life, but I'm um, saying out there no more. We just gonna watch from the boat. That's cool. We just gonna stand over here. I think we're done. But, um, if you guys have seen the mist and you want to let us know how you feel about it. Also how you feel about, um, the show, because we have not seen that. Also, if you yes. read the book, do you know what, if Brent's character is the same or not, nah, let us know. You can let us know at girl. That's scary on Instagram and i guess twitter so maybe it's on fire mm, don't know about that but you know maybe we'll be in other places later uh i would hate to have to go to facebook but yikes and you can pull up to our website www.girlthatscary.com we also have a patreon if you want to get bonus content if you want to um vote on our episodes yes. and come out monthly because we do have patreon picks our last episode the blackening was a patreon pick so you know pull on over to www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary now we gonna be at i don't know when this comes this comes out when we will be headed to BlurCon. not BlurCon. we already missed screen and midsummer Ooh. screen is pulling up because we yes. were in advance this time guys surprise i get to see y'all Ta-da. twice in one month it's like a holiday like- <laughs> oh my god it's christmas christmas in july love <laughs> that at christmas that's what now, they, is that over christmas july it- oh Whatever, nigga. I don't, I don't know what day it is. I, I always like Christmas in July. It was a Cartoon Network thing. I don't know what why they picked Christmas in July, but I used to be like, yeah, okay. I remember we just did um, Violet Night on Fifth Street at Time This Is Up for our Patreon because um, we were like, Christmas in July. Because I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember too. No, the North remembers. We all here. We're here together now. Before we close this thing on out, Sheree, let the people know where they can find you. You can find me at Miss Sheree on Twitter while that still exists. And also on Instagram under that same handle. Um, I've, I'm one of the blue sky bitches right now. Um, I'm using my real name over there. So just look for Sheree. I'm special because it's spelled S-H-A-R-A-I. If there's another one, we're going to fight about it. But like right now, I'm the only one. <laughs> so if you over there, you can see me. And if Twitter still exists, you can find on my podcast and my bio. If it doesn't exist anymore, I... I guess like you'll see some of it on Instagram eventually because I got a lot of things happening. And so that's the best way to just do all of them instead of me being like, and then this one does this and then that one do this and you getting sick of me. <laughs> but also I just found out Stephen King is a Virgo. So that explains our beef. Um, okay. okay. That that answers some questions. Don't okay. Know. Well, <laughs> until next time, y'all. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.